Too hot in the hot box tonight. It's an so, extra hot, hot box. Yeah. yeah. So it's things are, are literally, literally melting down. Yeah. But let's see how far we get. Yes. I'm gonna skip the last boring new shit. Let's get on. We're to gonna do a blog about the CDC essay stuff so that I, I'm not stuttering and tripping over my words. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's move on to more exciting things. I think. Fun shit, Fun. but also sad shit. Oh. Oh. So I think. We're going to call this section, have we decided, we're going to call it Grow Pro. Grow Pro. Do the Grow Pro rainbow. Okay. And this week brought to you by Green Thumb Hydro and Freedom Farms. Freedom Farms, absolutely. Uh, so, the babies, Dan, tell us what's going on with the babies. I don't even know how fucking old they are, I don't care. I just want to go for a smoke and never come back. Oh, those are Yes, no dude. We don't want any boys no now. Boys. No. It was a good call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. They're looking pretty good, huh? Mm. Nice and strong. So these were what a week older. Yes. Uh, I think about two weeks older. They were two weeks older. That's right. So there they are. Beautiful. So what? Still in the same pots. Still getting fed the same. Still in the same same uh, lights. Yeah. I think they're going pretty good. Yeah, they're under 24, 24. They haven't been topped yet. 24. 24, 24, 24. They're under 24, so they need to move to 12. No, they need to 18. Oh, yeah, well, 18, 16. Although, sorry, they're under, they're under 18. They're under yes, 18. They should be, yeah. Yeah, it's mass again. They're under 18 at the moment, all of them. Yes. And they need to go to 12. But I think we'll do that when we do the repot, maybe. Yeah, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How far along are you guys from the repot? Yeah, how long till we transplant, Dan? Four. You can grow plants huge in these things. When I say big, comparative to the pots, I mean, if we can grow it to here, you grow it to here. I mean, how big do you want to go? How would you exactly, I've seen plants this big inside a pot. How would you know when a pot is too small for, I'm just curious, to, for an actual pot? When, generally, when your leaves start overcoming the border of the pot, okay. is a good indication that you need to change your potting, your pot, because now it's starting to become root bound, and you want the can to become bigger than what this is. Yeah. It'll never exceed this much in a small pot. Okay. So basically like the size of the roots is the size of the plant. Well if you look at that. Yes. Oh what well, just you, 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 you can you can't yeah. see the pot underneath it. So this is about time and if you look underneath Are there any roots showing? You would find that you'd see usually there's roots that come out the base and you know that they've if you see a lot of root coming at the bottom you know that you've got a proper root system at the bottom here. Mm. Okay. Okay. But they can be repotted, but the thing is because it's in cocoa you're doing hydroponics. No, no, this is not sorry, this is not in cocoa, this is in the freedom farm soil, so you would want to change it soon. You'll go for maybe like another two weeks or so and then they need to be changed. But in hydro you can grow these things for a couple of months, you can go way longer because it's all about watering, it's all about water, it's all about how you manage your watering cycles. Okay. And they will grow monstrous. I, I usually monstrous. feel I feel like the moment you start having to water a plant more than once a day, it needs to be repotted. Okay. Mm. 
That makes sense. Kind of. That makes sense. Well, yeah. what do you mean? By hand or automated? So automated, you've got endless options. But I think a lot of people are going to... So Generally, they're going to be by hand or with the host pipe or with the yeah, water. Yeah, you're trying can. to get away from doing it yourself, yeah. But what the plant needs and what you feel like doing is totally different. Yeah. Because you feel like only feeding it once a day or once every second day. But that's not what it should get. Yeah. It should be receiving nutrients all the time. Especially if it's in cocoa. Right. Three times a day, four times a day. This heat. Yeah. Flipping out. You can go four times a day, five times a day if you really, really want to, of course. Yeah. Plants are transpiring and they're breathing yeah, and they, they, they are going at full pace right now with the seed. So, yeah, you can. There's also a lot of wind in Joburg now. So, a lot of plants are also getting charged by wind and heat at the same time. Yeah, there's no humidity yeah. isn't that high. So it's pretty, yeah, like I know in Joburg it's pretty brutal weather wise now. I've seen some outdoor, these crisp upper bit and yeah, that. Yeah. But it is pretty intense. I think the rain's not really set in. So, Dan, you say we're going to transplant these in about two weeks? I reckon just to play it safe, yeah. Your verdict? How do you think they're looking so Great. far? Cool. I think they reckon they're really good. Uh, we won't know if they're boys they're or girls stretching, yet. They're not stretching much. They yeah. stand up by themselves. Okay. They literally are nice and healthy, fat leaves. They've, yeah. And how many grown. weeks can you start, uh, how many weeks do they start showing sex? That's that's well, no, naturally in veg they can sex, you can see it, they can like pre-sex itself, that's strain dependent. Some strains show it early, some don't, some don't ever, and you have to put them into flower and then flower okay. it out slightly just to see what it would be. Okay. But, can yeah. I ask all the new yeah. questions? We're going to see with these, yeah. but I think we'll probably know their sex in about three weeks. Okay. Ish. The autos we should know sooner, and apparently the autos are all feminized anyway. anyway. Okay. But dairy... And the other two, they are randoms. So time will tell. I hope they're not all three boys, guys. Oh, yeah. that would be awful. Yeah. Otherwise, it's femicide. I kill them all. Yeah. Randoms are the best. I'll take them home and feed them to my parents. Just come up with something amazing yeah, that you've never seen in your life, man. It's, it's good that you say randoms are the best, Dan. There's a thing F ones, like mm -hmm. first generation. You take something different and different and cross them. Mm -hmm. I've heard that that first generation cross. That's why with randoms, they can have what's called hybrid vigor. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the first time something's crossed, the, mm. the beans, but then there's more variety. Like a, like a refresh on the DNA. Exactly. Yeah. It's like jump start, but like you say, there's so much variety that comes out of it that it's uh, very big pot to go through because you're going to have to go sift through all of that genetics. But yes, that is it. Right. Cool, man. So we'll keep you guys updated. Uh, remember, check out Freedom Farms. We're going to go the distance. We're going to use Freedom Farm soil. All the way with all these plants, and we're going to see how it does because these oaks are pumping. And shout out to GT Hydro again. Thank you guys. Please check out GT Hydro. Also, go check out Grow Guru. Nice guys there too. Everyone seems to be playing nice in that click. So just grow, grow, grow. You know what to do with your Christmas bonus. Yeah, well, that's um, it. A thing that's become relevant in South Africa again load, load shedding. shedding. Oh. Oof. The grower's nightmare, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just going to chill for a moment. Maybe you guys should tell us, Nico, have you got any load shedding ways? I don't know if you grow. I don't so, want to if you grow, but I know oaks must be growing around. Um, so I was actually planning on building an indoor, micro indoor cupboard. Yeah. Uh, for just one plant with a perpetual cycle. Yeah. Um, but in the last week, I've probably had about four, in the last seven days, I've probably had about four load shedding instances all about four to six hours long Eesh. and I mean if you're running lights in there and your plants are in, in light mode you know you don't want to be in, in lights out you know yeah. it's going to cost a lot of harvest and cost your plants a lot of time even if it's at night time and your light yeah. and your power goes off your 
Aircon bans, humidity yeah. spikes. Mm. Fuck, that's and, it's, and I mean, ESCOM is changing their schedule so often, so you can't even like set your timers yeah. or anything, you know. Um, so it's a pretty sticky situation um, mm. right now. A lot of people asking me about how they can save their plants with lights. Oh, and how you, how you can yeah. save them. But the problem with this whole thing, me and Buzz the other day were talking about this, is that if you take what, what you would use, is you would use an emergency light. An emergency light, when the power goes off, it turns on. Like an LED thing that you yeah. kind of get somewhere. But how does an LED work if you have it plugged into your grow room and the power goes off and it's lights off? Then this thing turns on and your life's supposed to be off. It's a big problem. So, <laughs> yeah, because we we were going full blown Rick and Morty nuts, Dan and I yesterday. We were trying to figure this out. Even yeah. my squeeze got sucked into the stupid debate about <laughs> how we were going to solve, like, create that emergency system. And I think we got to a point where it required three different timers. The timer on the timer with the light on it literally was turn timers on that are turning things on that then, but then it all worked out that it couldn't work because if your lights are supposed to be off and the fucking power goes off and this stupid thing turns on you yeah. fucked. So, yeah. Yeah. so instead of creating yeah. all of that technology why not Manual. just go solar? Well I haven't seen well, anything. The batteries will, will, will kick in. It's a good idea. That's a very good idea. And, is, and, and take over, and then you don't have to change any of your. But what if settings? at night yeah. your power goes off? Uh -huh. And the light's supposed to be off. But at night, if the power goes off, the batteries kick in. So it's almost. For the, for the system, but not yeah. the lights. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, so yeah, you, could put, you could put lights, I mean, mm -hmm. LEDs. I don't know about you. Growing oh, with lights, but if LEDs are good, those are low yeah, wattage. Yeah. Do you know what? I think GT Hydro needs to start selling generators. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Small I mean, thing like that. Yeah. What is it? A small water thing like that. They're in the micro grow in the closet. Yeah, so you can get a tent with a thousand watt and a fucking generator with it. You just got an extraction pump. Yeah, it's simple. No, not really. At least you got some CO2. Yeah, these guys, there's a lot of people that are going to suffer, I reckon. I reckon they're going to really, really get hard with all this load shedding. Because yeah, also yeah. you were saying, we said for, like we've dealt on lights here, but you mentioned it earlier, one of you, is the heat issue as well. Because yeah, okay. if your grow shuts down, when it is cooking, and you've got all that ambient light heat and all that. You stress your plants out, they dehydrate, there's, not enough, there's also too much humidity, then it's fucking mold and all sorts of problems are happening. So, Best thing is yes, outdoors. Outdoors for sure. Grow outdoors. Grow, grow outdoors if you really just want to make sure you get good quality bud in South Africa at the moment. Because they aren't taxing yeah. sunlight yet. Yeah. Or unless you live in a key point and you have no problems with electricity, or you have a big generator. Cape Town wants to tax sunlight. Tax what? Sunlight. People who got sunlight, they have to pay That's like terrible. special tax. You know what they should just do? Let us grow. We all pay all their fucking bills. I know. I mean, why can they not just see how this plant can save the economy? How can people be so blind as to not see that? I think they're more greedy. So plants are happy. Blind about greed. Looking good. I've not greed. Greed. Blind about greed. That's a different situation. So yeah, Nico, you're trying to say something then? Um, yeah, I think um, that it's not. Um, sorry, it's pretty like I sort of remember. It is. <laughs> sorry, yeah, we were in the middle of a conversation. So it's yes. not. It's not about being blind for knowing what's happening it's about being greedy um, and i think there's a lot of greed that goes into making these bigger decisions um, that are 
country changing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, low corruption. Mm. That affect the nation. And that's the biggest part of it, you know. Uh, well, I would think, you know, with these with these transitions. Cool. So let's get on to the next segment. We're going to tap Dan out and Charles in for a minute. Yes. So the deal is, is join the queue hasn't been the busiest at the moment. Um, just to explain to you, Oaks, join the queue is the if you get bust helpline and we'll do our best to help you as much as we can for free vibe and join dots where we can with attorneys and all that. But now with the verdict, things have sort of calmed down a bit. However, busts do continue. So... Nico Rod reached out to Shaul, and I, I, I don't even know your story, dude. You. I don't know your story. So I'm not sure where should we begin. Shaul, I think we should begin with you. How, how did Nico first enter the Join the Queue dynamic? <coughs> uh, just is, I wasn't, uh, 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 Nico didn't, uh, you didn't submit the SOS, did you? No, no. Yeah, no, no, Nico wrote his whole story out, and he's going to give it to us in text so we can put it on Facebook. But, um... Did the cops have a warrant when they bust you? No, they didn't have any warrants. Okay. Most of their badges were covered as well, so I'm pretty sure it wasn't um, an appointed roadblock, I guess. So it was a roadblock, your bust? Yeah, um, my girlfriend and I were out, we were heading out of town for the weekend, um, and we were going towards Michalisburg, and we were about five k's away from our destination, and then there was a roadblock. Um, my girlfriend was driving, um, so they pulled her over, they asked to see her license, they checked the license disc um, and then the officer came over to the driver's window and he told her, okay I'm going to need to search your car um, and then like we kind of had this moment where we like looked at each other you know um, and then the cop was like one of you needs to get out and come to the boot and as we got to the boot he started searching my, my pockets and my belongings um, and then he opened the boot and he went through like two boxes that was in my girlfriend's boot. Um, See, they're not allowed to do that without a warrant. They're you you, should do it. you have the right to stop them right there. No. But in yeah. the moment, let's like hit pause yeah. Yeah. because Look, you so, say you yeah. looked at each other. So in that moment you knew, fuck. Something is happening now. And you, and and you decided I'm not so going to fight. What happened was when we got pulled over, there was actually another taxi that got pulled over as well. And these cops were like ripping the bags apart, opening the bags and like literally like sort of going through everybody's things, you know. Um, so I knew that they would have done the same to us um, once he said he's going to search the car. Um, he went through two boxes and then he asked me, do you have anything to declare? Yeah. And given the certain stance that we are in now, I... I was 100% cooperative with him. Um, and was this after the, the Constitutional Court ruling? Yes, this was after. last week Friday. Last week Friday, so a week ago. Fuck. This was last week Friday. Um, and then he said, do you have anything to declare? And I told him, yes, I've got cannabis in my OCB box, in my bag, in the boot here. And then he said, show me. Um, and he took it out, or I took it out and I gave it to him. And then he said, this is what we've been looking for. Um, and when he said that, I was very dumbstruck by it. Um, I was like, what do, you, what do you mean? This is what I'm going to He said, I'm now going to place you under arrest. Oh, um, like and, it's 1980. Yeah, exactly. Um, and at that very moment, I, I told my girlfriend to, to get out the car and start recording what was going on. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to go through a situation again. Um, and I say that again because there's another story. <coughs> um, and... She was recording for about a minute, and then the cop turned to her. There was four cops at the, at this point. Yes. Um, they turned to her and they said, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" You know. 
And but you're allowed to record the police. Are allowed to record which police station were they from? Do you know or do you want to say? Um, look, they've got my details. I have the, mm. I've got one of their names. That's all I know. Because um, they did, did not follow the police directive that was sent yeah. out to all the police stations. They did not follow the constitutional court judgment. They did what they wanted. And yes. this is what we need to stop. We need to educate yeah. our police yeah. force. They need to know what medical <coughs> marijuana does and the powers that it has. If they know that, maybe they'll harm people less for, mm. for medicine, if they know that it's, mm. that it's good also. Yeah. So once I showed him the stuff and I told him, listen, this is for my private use. Um, yeah. um, it's, in a, so, it's in a box in my bag. Nobody would have found it until you came along and looked for it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then they all stormed off towards my girlfriend and started telling her, switch your fucking phone off, yes. stop recording, you're not allowed to fucking do that, you're interfering with our work. And I was telling them, like, don't touch her, leave her alone, you know. Um, yeah. She's not interfering. She's standing over there. She hasn't yeah. done anything. Leave her alone. Um, and then they got closer, and one of the cops grabbed her by the arm, and then I jumped into the middle, like, of yeah, between them. Yeah. And I was just like, don't fucking touch her, dude. Like, leave her alone. Um, and I was telling her to get into the car. Um, at this point, as I turned to her and told her to get into the car, one of the cops grabbed my arm, and I kind of, like, shrugged him, you know, like how you would yeah. when yeah, somebody grabs grab you, you know. Um, and then that's the moment where he said, okay, now you're resisting arrest. Um, and at, I, was, I was stunned. I was like, listen, I didn't even know you're trying to arrest me. Okay, like just leave my girlfriend. I'll come with you now. We can go talk about it. And then as he said you're resisting, all of the cops jumped onto me basically and they just held me back and they were like holding onto me and pulling me aside. So you look so dangerous, eh? Yeah. Um, it took how many cops to, to hold you down? Four. Like four guys, yeah. Four. And then they started dragging me towards the car, but like they were dragging me at such a rate that I couldn't walk. Um, so I was trying to get up and walk with them because I was trying to be cooperative. I was saying, okay, I'm coming with you to the car. And they were dragging me and they dragged me through the crowd of the taxi people there saying, we're going to fuck you up. You're going to learn a lesson. And these are the two cops in my ears. And then I started panicking. I started getting very scared. Um, and I started shrugging them off and I'm like, hey man, leave me alone, please. I haven't done anything. And all the people in the taxi were like looking at me and these guys were swearing and telling me how I'm gonna, they're gonna teach me a lesson. Shoot you. They're gonna fuck. teach me a lesson, we're gonna fuck you up. Um, and that's, I just kept on feeling like they're scared, you know. And they took Same. me to the back of the car, uh, or to the back where the cars were parked, and they kind of like held me up against the car, like, and holding me in like shitty positions, you know. And they were like, oh, you think you fucking know everything? Um, and I was literally at this point, I was trembling, you know, I wasn't even trying to fight or arguing. I was telling them, just please put me in the car. Like, I don't know. What can you do anymore? Yeah, I couldn't do anything anymore. I was just, I was honestly just worried about my girlfriend. Um, and then they threw me in the back of the van and then I managed to get in, in, in contact with a friend of ours, an acquaintance of ours. Justice from Join the Queue. Yeah. 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 Shout out Justice. Shout Thank out you, Justice. Justice. Yeah, Little did they know that you know him. Yeah. But those cops don't deserve their jobs if they're they not don't. if they're doing running around that's organized crime, it's not even police work. Yeah. They actually need to be reported to the That's complete corruption. Please report them to the Human Rights Commission. To the Human Rights you Commission. go to the website, they only accept applications through the website. And I did this for they a case and I got response within twenty four hours. Oh. Within okay. twenty four hours and a case has been charged uh, investigation has been launched. Um so I didn't even get to see any of their details or anything. Um, I couldn't see their names. They wouldn't tell me their names. Um, after Justice had spoken to the officer, they let me go. But 
while the officer was talking to justice, he was basically telling him that I need to grovel for my freedom, um, that I have no respect for the law, um, that I'm young and that I don't agree with the police officer. Yeah. And it wasn't about that, it was more about me being a citizen and knowing that... And all of that is wrong. No, they should not right. even have yeah. stopped you. They shouldn't have gone into your car at all whatsoever. There should have been no interaction yeah. at all with the police. It was not necessary. So we're about to... Your license is sorted, have a lovely evening, yeah. travel safely. Right. That's yes, what it should be. So we're about to go to our special guest, hangout guest for the for the evening. Um, so I know we've discussed this, but for me, what I take home from this is, dude, I feel, because I'm sure that for a while now, the first thing you think about and the last thing you think about every day is this incident because it's traumatic. Yeah. It's like it's like someone kicked. It's like a, being hijacked, yeah. and you're stepping into just to protect a chick and say, it's cool, it's cool. I'll, I'll take the fall. And then it and it escalates and it's pumping yeah. and this has all happened in the space of twenty yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. Twenty it's seconds so it's gone from yeah. Yeah. to Oaksworth. Yeah. So it's kidnapping. It's straight it's, it's the worst fucked up. They, aggravate him. Like mm. for they were looking to, to trigger me yeah, exactly. so that I could react. Yeah. And I think that if they were doing it in front of a, 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 a taxi for people they were no, they had an audience. They were in their yeah, an audience. Mm. Oh, I think it just happened. It happened. I'll show you what we'll do to this boy. <laughs> we can Yari playing Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go to Jules. Hey, Jules with us. Yeah, hello guys. Oh, hey, how's it going? It's, um, let me turn, let me see if I can turn the camera around here. Yeah? Because you couldn't get much more Viennese than this. We're in the local pub, it's one degree outside, and we're wrapped up in six layers of clothing, and we've just ordered like schnitzels and dumplings and shit, because that's what you do around here. Yeah. Could you send some of that cold air through to us, yeah, please? Yeah, cold vibes, so hot. D.H. Allen. <laughs> so why are you guys in Vienna? Yeah, look, overheating. Well, did you, um, maybe you got some stills from, sorry, we're just getting ourselves organized. At least we've only got one headphone for two people. Do I need to, do I actually need to have headphones in? What I if I so. take the headphones yeah. out? Still with us? Can you hear them? Uh, yeah, I can hear them. Yo. Okay. So we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. put me in. So tell us things. Yeah. We can hear you. Ahoy. Yeah. Marco. Yeah, now I can hear you. Hello, everybody. Uh, can I please have uh, a small one of those, please? Yeah. Uh, and please, can I have something with uh, those pork? Are we listening to Jules place in order yeah. for food? Just a small one. Though. Extra bacon. Hangouts. What okay. do you think that? Doesn't that look super cool? Oh, 
Oh, Admittedly, we can't see you, yeah, dude. To be honest, we had to switch the screen off because things were overheating. <laughs> this is like we phoned you on a fucking landline. Yeah. Uh, we're running on like. Don't you think with, speakerphone. Don't you think with, with the peak up, it looks pretty cool? I think it looks cool. I can see it. It's good. Uh, Dan says it's awesome. Right. Yeah, he thinks yeah, it's yeah. cool. <laughs> we trust Dan. Yes. So, why are you guys in Vienna? Uh, Vienna's really busy, huh? We, we, South Africa's made some serious waves in the community. Everyone's asking us, is it real? Did it happen? And what's it like? And, you know, um, arm reduction's a big thing for these guys in Vienna. And the biggest thing of all with the judgment is there's no harm being done anymore. People aren't getting locked up, so they're really impressed. Nice. Well, people aren't getting locked up, but as we just heard from Nico, people are certainly still getting harassed and bullied and yeah. pulled yeah. over by the, the cops. The police are not serving and protecting at all. No. They're harassing and exploiting. No. They're douchebagging their way. Well, that's a, re that's a real shame. Um, did we, did we heard today from, thank you very much, we heard today from the uh, Philippines delegation, one of the ambassadors of the Philippines, and she's explaining to everybody that there's nothing much you can do about the 6,000 extrajudicial killings for people who use drugs in the Philippines. And it's really been quite a sobering day, because if you think the police are harassing you in Hollisburg, they're not fucking shooting you through the head without any reason nor rhyme whatsoever, because that's what's happening to folk in the Philippines. So we can be blessed that we're in South Africa for, you know, load shedding and all, but um, we've been hearing some pretty horrific stories about prohibition today, especially about women. You know, Myrtle was on a... Uh, we were in a breakfast this morning, free breakfast, and they um, talked about women's rights and human rights, and women have got much less rights, and so it would seem, you know, it's total stigmatization. If you're a mother, you'll have your kids taken away from you. Mothers who can't ask for help because they will be stigmatized. So it's been quite a grim day at the UN, but tomorrow we waited with bated breath for the World Health Organization to actually give us a clue as to whether they're going to deschedule THC next year. And that's basically why we're here. We sent some pictures to the group of um, the discussion document we've got, and there was some, um, some pictures of the actual session we were in today, this massive hall full of microphones and people, old white men with suits, you know, the usual story. Cheers, yeah. everybody. First yeah. brood in 1437. Oh. Oh. Cheers. <laughs> Not much going on in Johannesburg in 1437. Yeah. No. So here's a, here's a local pub uh, full of locals and there's a really delightful Christmas ensemble over here with the Pope's cap and the whole banana. And way down there, there's people eating huge plates of Viennese food. They pile it on. There's like half a kilo of food on every plate. Nice. So you, you can expect me back in a couple of weeks with five more chins. <laughs> Gonna have to pay for two seats on the plane, dude. <laughs> Look, there were some people on the plane that needed two seats, and guess what? For the first time in years, we got the two infant children in front of us. Oh, my condolences, my deepest sympathies. <laughs> Did you give them any dabs? So, so we, we're totally loving all of this this media thing. I've just opened the phone, and here is Kenzie, who's our activist friend down the road from France, and he's just sent me a picture of me on the hot box. <laughs> oh, so nice. I'm going round and round in the city, and I promised him that I'm going to give 
everybody at Hunt for this conference this weekend. I think it's going to be really exciting, exciting after the WHO announcements tomorrow. Beautiful. So tomorrow, big things are happening. And score, score, score. We managed to get um, a meeting with the South African High Commissioner here in Vienna, the guy who is going to vote on South Africa's behalf next year in March. And we've got a meeting tomorrow morning at 10, 10 o'clock with him. His name is Advocate David Corsi. Yes. And I've got him on WhatsApp. How's that? And we're going to go meet with him tomorrow and tell him that we absolutely have to vote positively uh, as a nation in March next year. Awesome. So that's quite a coup because last uh, in March this year when we were there, the South African delegation stood us up. We were meant to meet up. Yeah. So good morning. Um, yeah, we're very happy about that. So yeah, everything's cool. Big, big day tomorrow from late on the night. So if you think we're hanging out, doing trips and going to the local park and shit. We're not at the moment. It's actually Listen, don't forget to source us some um, guests for hangouts for the hype box, hey? Uh, well, next week, next week's hangout is, um, we're going to try and surprise you by being in, in, a, in a cannabis social club in Barcelona. Nice. Uh, which, which we're trying to set it up now. We'll get an interview with the person that runs it so we can get an idea of, um, how they all operate and tomorrow we meet a lady who was instrumental in putting the first legislation together for cannabis social clubs in catalonia wow. and so we get it from the horse's mouth tomorrow how they actually started it and how there's over 150 of them now in barcelona because every time i see it, it's like the work it's the way to go for both of us we, we social clubs and you were talking earlier about the the dabathon and the amber cup and the bonalong and all of these little niches of people that are doing this sort of social club thing. I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely convinced it's the future in part. Yeah, and we must remember, you know, that social clubs are not legal in Spain. It's still a form of civil disobedience and we've got to keep on pushing that envelope all the way along. And I promise you, the, the people that are involved in the civil disobedience and the civil society are definitely the most interesting people that are around here up the road. Big time. Um, yeah, everybody's on their best behavior and very smartly dressed and you don't see any weed t-shirts anywhere and you can see it's a little bit subdued but then you go downstairs to the smoking section and you meet everybody who's real yeah. <laughs> of course always in the smoking section yeah. always in the smoking section i just call it the drug consumption room because that's basically what it is that's, that's right mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what so, do you guys uh, we'll, expect? We'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated, and then uh, we'll give you the full blurb next week of how it went on. But I'm sure we'll do some posts and a, a live feed tomorrow between the pair of us. If the announcement comes, then we'll give everybody a heads up on the Facebook feed. Nice. And Charlie, you look, Charlie, you look lovely in red, my dear. <laughs> uh, Jules, what do you guys expect <laughs> from the other countries in the vote next year in March? Because the other countries that are voting are hectic places like I don't know, Philippines and Korea, I think. Yes, you're absolutely right. If you look at the list, um, the list is a bit um, annoying, you know, like Saudi Arabia yeah. and Iran and Yemen and things well, like that. They're all going to vote no. Okay. countries, but, um, you know, all it takes is a few people to abstain and then it all changes. But we've got to stay positive. I think there are 58 countries, 53, 53 countries vote and we've counted 20 complete bullets, really. But um, we'll see, and you know, in the halls and round and about the UN, this is the third time we've been in these circles. Everything's extremely positive that that, that will be major change, because it's like irrefutable evidence now for cannabis. It doesn't fuck you up, you know. Wow. 
Right, and Nico, well done for getting through that bus crew because um, we know how it feels. That's why we set off on this journey. They're intimidating motherfuckers. And well done for standing your ground and sorting it out and get out, getting out unscathed. PTSD is real, crew. Have a joint. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Today, if everybody thinks that everything is all shiny and and working in Colorado. Our friend Amy, who comes, to, who actually lives in Mexico, but she's American. Uh, her son was caught for DUI. Um, he had 0.5 nanograms of cannabis in his system in Colorado, and in April this year, and he went down for a year. He's still in jail. He's in, uh, yeah, he's in jail for a year. So everything's not bigger and better on the other side. I think we've got the opportunity to do everything properly in South Africa and not have those stupid laws. Yeah. I can't believe that his mother is at the UN fighting and he's in jail in Colorado of all places. Yeah. So it's I think like, we're doing everything right by just chugging on and chugging on. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. Boy, boy. I'm looking forward to seeing your spreadsheet analysis of all the, the strains you smoke wherever you go. Yeah. <laughs> and the pie chart when well, you get back. You wouldn't believe it, Brew, but we actually brought 10 grams with us because it cost too much to fucking smoke it here. So we actually, for the first time ever, we brought weed with us because if it's in my pocket in the airport, it's my own property, surely. And when we land in Schiphol in Amsterdam, it's legal, so what the fuck? So we actually brought weed with us this time. And you wouldn't believe how many people found that out and now we're giving away weed because they want to smoke South African weed, so we're probably not going to have any left anyway. We'll still, have a, we'll still have a thousand rand a day drug habit when we get to Amsterdam. Salad. So you kind of just answered a question that we do keep getting, like, can I climb on an aeroplane with weed? I wouldn't do if it you go to Dubai. You know, you know what? Um, we had we had it deep in luggage. It was vacuum sealed. We're not being idiots here. We took major precautions, but we knew we had rights on our side if shit went down. And that's all there is to it. It's still civil disobedience. This, the laws haven't changed, but we're cannabis activists and we smoke lank, you know? That's it. We smoke lank dang. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, our dinner's a... Uh, go on. I wanted to say thank you for our nice new ashtrays. They're really awesome. Thank you. We've already put stickers <laughs> over the smileys. Ah, <laughs> uh, the stickers and damn. Um, have you got have you got t-shirts for those super-looking gentlemen on the couch tonight? Yay! Oh, okay. Thank you. Because um, everybody that everybody that comes to the hot box gets a t-shirt. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sweet. And um, we're going to sign off because dinner is imminent. Um, so, well done for getting all this fucking equipment back up and running and cooled down. It was a pretty dodgy start and we walked away. We thought you weren't going to come back and that's why we're in the pub drinking 600-year-old beer. No, we've got way too much to get through. Yeah. No chance we're going to let a small little technological... Bye, everybody. Yes, we'll check you on the Facebook live stream tomorrow if there's any big announcements from the U.S. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Thank, awesome. you. Thank you. Thank you for keeping Thank us you. up to date. Thank you. They're beautiful. Sweet guys. Cool. Look after the cat, Sean. Okay. Hi. <laughs> They're all fine. <laughs> so there was an end to Nico's story. I forgot the end. Um. So after Justice had spoken to the cop for about 20 minutes on the phone trying to convince him that I'm not a drug lord and that I'm not violent and that I'm nothing to worry about. Um, the cop was kind of telling him that I need to grovel for my freedom. It came to that point where I was begging him just to let me go. 
um, I did speak to him on a, I would say, man-to-man -man level um, once everything had calmed down. And then, as, as he said we can go, um, I kind of remembered, like, wait, these guys still have the weed, you know? Um, and I asked him, I'm like, dude, where's the weed? Where's the weed? And then he's like, you want to carry on? And then I said, no, but if you take in the weed, I need to know what your name is. Or you need to give me 150 bucks for that grand. And then he he just gave me my weed and told me to go home. That was basically the end of it. Well done, man. Like a good shot, dude. That's basically how it happened, man. Glad you live to fight tonight. Yeah, I've had way too many stories recently of the cops doing their very ridiculous song and dance around a banky or three or four plants. You know, they completely overreact like on an American movie or something. And it, it shouldn't be. They must stop that completely because it ends in the magistrate court. The magistrates are all throwing the cases out. Now, when are the police going to stop doing this, you know? Mm, they lose their jobs. Yeah. Do you know what I think? I think the wheels turn so slowly that it's going to take a while to filter down. You know, we can be real. It's a bit wild westish out here, and oh, you know, these guys—it's just a shit job. You see, it just happens. Well, tomorrow we've got somebody from Join the Queue appearing in the Randburg Magistrates Court early morning, half past eight. So please come and support. Yeah? yeah, no, you guys are always welcome to rock up with all your weed t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. It's a public event. It's a public you're event, you're allowed. There's no entrance. No, you're right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So this thing's happening. So if you guys ain't working tomorrow, yeah, or Rainbow, pull in. Pull in. Pull in, up us gate. Yeah. Cool, cool. So we're going to cut back to Dan. Okay, cheers, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, It's a pleasure. Thank you, Sean. So we're going to do a take two on China, China 2.0. Sorry to rehash it, it's just the Oaks are saying, can we get it again? Oh, is it? Yeah, awesome. Oaks wanted Great. it. They were like, so, so the deal is Samantia because he recently spent ages in China. Confucius shit. How long were you in China for, dude? Okay, so maximum like probably, I don't know if I'm in line now, maximum probably about like 11 months. Yeah. So close to a year. But I spent two months in Guangzhou, um, and then the rest of the time in Chengdu, and like maybe two weeks in Kunming. Okay. So all beautiful, beautiful places. Um, on my travels, I made my mission to eat beautiful food, see beautiful places, and smoke beautiful grass. Um, a bunch of other beautiful good things, but it was a beautiful, beautiful trip, man. Yeah. We should have a beautiful counter on that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone got the time to rewind that for us? That was beautiful. <laughs> so, how hard is it to score weed in China? Because my understanding is China's pretty hardcore. Like, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll line you up and fucking shoot you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was in an execution squad twice. It was intense. No, I'm just kidding, man. No, fucking, it's hard stuff there. It's, I think, it's easy if you're smart about it. It's like the same thing where it's not like, don't work hard, work smart. Where if you know who to speak to, if you know who, where to go, the places where to go, it's alright. And there are kind of two ways to it. One is it's still classified as a very hardcore drug, like places with heroin and cocaine. Yeah. So it's still categorized with, as a hardcore group drug, so you don't mess around. But there are some places where I've literally smoked a joint and a security guard has walked past me before I could even notice he was there. 
and the people around me are locals, and they were also like smokers. <coughs> so there's some places where the cops don't care, because there's also a lot of um, like local remedies, like a lot of teas, like a lot of um, herbs, like so many kind of treatments. They're a lot more herbal than medical, which is awesome. So yeah, to answer your question, pretty easy if you know the right people. What was the grade like? Was it like good shit? Yes, man. It's this variety, hey. In in, in Guangzhou, we stayed just outside the city, so to take, it took me two hours to get to my work every day um, by metro and bus. So we're pretty far out. And you're that far out, you pay like 300 rand for one gram of shit that you need, a night that you need two gram for. To at least get chill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it needs to be like. Yeah. So it's very low grade there. But then if you go to places like Chengdu and especially Kunming, because it's called the Flower City, ah, uh, so Spring City, gorgeous place. Um, then it's really lacking stuff, like 304, some beautiful stuff. Very honest. But like indoor. Yeah. Indoor in China. Mm. Ooh. So it's like 300 bucks a gram and you just you, you luck out for the venue whether you get good shit or bad shit for your money. Yeah, yeah, and also like you'll see from the way they handle you how professional and how good their shit is. Because yeah. if the guy stuff's like weak, um, then he'll arrive like five hours late. We <laughs> literally, you can rent a bike on your phone, there's an app. So we're expecting our guy, we call him our tea dealer, because we call him tea there. Okay. So we call, we're expecting our tea dealer there at a certain time. Bottom line, five hours later, this dude comes cycling on a bike that's like way too short for him, like jigsaw. And he's like, ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's like, we were so pissed at him, but he looked awesome as shit. So he rocked up with the weed and we are like, oh, I can't be mad, man. He so, gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. we got it and it was weak stuff and the professionals come and pick you up. They like be at this location, they arrive and you're not allowed to text them, only not a voice note. Because there's literally a team of like, a massive team, I can't remember the number, that go through, the jobs to go through. They don't use WhatsApp, they use WeChat. Yeah, WeChat. <coughs> so they literally scan through WeChat conversations. So if you're like, oh man, give me some crack cocaine on Wednesday night past, like Rusty Hook, yeah. whatever. Um, then someone's going to read the conversation and you bust it. But they can't listen to phone call, uh, voice notes. So you'll have to voice notes and you have to learn the lingo and stuff. Okay. Like that, yeah. But also if you're saying hashtag crack. <laughs> yeah, come on now. It's about being smart. It's about being smart. Yeah. You've got to be yeah. like, yeah. why yeah. about Because yeah. when your Insta's all about your crack pipes yeah. and you yeah. make yeah. pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm showing off their grammage. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. That's too terrible. So, like, I guess what are the questions? There, there was, you showed us some pics, I don't know if we'll get the pics up, yeah. but we can yeah. explain it. Okay. You saw some weed growing wild. Yes, 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 yes. So, we were starting the hike in Tiger, uh, Tiger Leaping Gorge, and it was just at the entrance, and yeah. it was, we took a bus from the airport to get there. So, we didn't have any grass with us, because we're not into the smuggling game. Um, so, anyways, we were there, no grass, and it's been about 24 hours. So, uh... You know, so we're walking and I smell this like smell. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, oh man, withdrawal, it would have been so awesome if I had it now. And then my ex calls my name in a way that I know she calls it when it's 420. Uh, so I was like, oh yes. And I looked to my right and it was beautiful, massive, beautiful plant. Gorgeous. It's about almost all the time, a bit taller. So gorgeous. So she managed to snatch a bit. 
And uh, like yeah, like, like, and there's also like I don't want to jump the ball, but there's a photo later. Should I? Well, are we I just cycling through the photos? Yeah. Yeah. So just they talk about the photos. Cool. Cool. So there's this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I can't show the water. So there's this one. So there's this. We took. She stole a bit. We still had a grinder. We didn't have grinder. Nor I got tiny scissors, of course. So we hiked up the trail, and then eventually again this gorge, and it gets proper nature vibes. Beautiful pictures. And then there's like these stands that sell coke, cigarettes, Sprite, water, <coughs> all kinds of shit, and shit tons of grass. Deep down in the water with the gorge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And deep down grass, pipes, filters, rizzlers, everything you need, they got. Um, so then we just bought there because it's like cool. super cheap, yeah. And one picture is of the coke stuff, and then I'm like, can I take a picture of you? And then she's like, no! And as she points it, I took a picture. So we the one with her face. pointing to the yeah. beat was where she was saying, don't photograph yeah. me. Yeah. So <laughs> don't look at where she's pointing, please respect that. So, so once we found that, we just put the tea we, uh, I mean the weed we grow, grabbed in hot water, we just drank that. Okay. So China's easy to find in a city, you've got to know the right people, you've got to find weed. And then when you go hiking, it grows in naturally. Because they use so many natural stuff, it's not like, ah, that plant is weed. So it's cool to find on hiking trips. Foreigners, speak to foreigners, all the foreigners blaze, most of them. Or they all know somebody who does. So, yeah. WeChat, motherfuckers. Yeah, WeChat. Cool, man. So, update, the Cannabis Expo is next week. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we're going to really speak about the Cannabis Expo now because we're going to go there yeah. that morning and then we'll come with a bit of an update that Thursday evening. Yeah. Special guest is apparently, happening. I don't want to jinx it, but... Saw Bobby. Saw Bobby is coming up for the Expo, so she's really excited to be in the studio with us. Yeah. We are going to have all the hotness on this couch. Nice, I'm so man. excited. I'm so excited. Cool. So I think next week's going to be Christmas special. So guys at home, start thinking already. I think the big question next week is going to be, what's at the top of your list from Father Christmas this year? So even us, I think we all make an effort to prepare something, something so epic that if money was no option, man, embrace your childhoodness before your shit got shattered to pieces. Actually coming from Santa's workshop. Because <laughs> apparently all ESCOM wants is fucking gold for Christmas, which I think we'd take. But really, I think Christmas special next week, Zor Barbie. Maybe Jeremy Acton, I don't want to say too much yet, but we'll try and get him on a hangout because yeah. there's shit to talk. Yeah. And guys, Please, like, share, subscribe. Uh, yes. Quickly, shout out to the affiliate. Shout out. So this is like the credits at the end. Um, guys, I think I do need to preamble this. I feel like I need to say, because we say some weird <coughs> shit on this, is the views expressed by the Hot Box Show are not necessarily the views of the Fields of Green affiliates. Yeah, yeah. Some shit like that. You've been warned. But we love you, you guys warned. and thank you for yeah. your support. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm just going to go through the list. Please go check out fieldsofgreen.org.za. Uh, it's the Heiko. Head shop stuff, bongs, dabricks, baked in Josie, edibles, good people, green thumb hydro, all your grow needs. Puff.co.za, the OGest online head shop in South Africa. Good prices, good vibes. Hemporium, also, good people. Cannabis art, for like your cannabis ceramics and things like that. Eridex, I think also, Mars Hydro, LED grow lights, that kind of stuff. Bioleaf, soils. They're going to be at the expo with us. I'm not too cool. sure what they do with soils, but we're going to find out a whole lot at the expo. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm a dad for all your extraction gear needs. The presentation clinic, these guys help Jules and Myrtle with doing all their presentations. Please check them out. Uh, Futurama, 
gang grow stuff. Gang grow stuff. I four twenty also Cape orientated lifestyle hey. headshot clothing. I know some of the stuff is available at Canacabana. I'm just going to give them a free shout out. Yeah, we're going to talk Canacabana next week as well. Uh, Oil to health. I think these are Fico guys. Check them out. Kafalik.com, Afrikaans, Cool Kiff <coughs> podcast streaming, oh, yeah. all that. Uh, Freedom Farms. Get it. I don't know. I'm just hearing so many good things. The proof will be oh, in the pudding. Literally. <laughs> and Hempup. I think these guys do CBD, but they also they cool vibes. Check them all out. Guys, please stay lit, like, share, subscribe. Much love. Oh, my God.